Hello and welcome to Chatting, a podcast where people chat about how they learn and use English. My name is Sam, I'm a CELTA teacher and a performer and I have a particular interest in pronunciation and expression. In each episode, non-native and native speakers will chat about their experiences with English, share their advice and, at the end, I'll give some pronunciation tips for you to take away and practice. So, ready? Let's get chatting. This episode, I'm chatting with Marlene. Marlene is originally from Austria and is currently completing her master's degree. As we were in different countries, we were online and I think we recorded our chat without any major hiccups. We chatted about holidays in the USA, learning English through gaming, and the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality, which was a new one for me. But I started by asking Marlene to tell me a little bit about herself. Yeah, thanks. Um, I am from Austria originally, and um, yeah, I studied um, computer science, but with a focus on game development and some related areas. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about uh, learning English in Austria. Do you start learning English quite young or is it when you're a little bit older? Is there a lot of learning of English? How does it work? I think the first time I started learning English at school was at nine or ten years of age. So mm-hmm. I think it's the right time to start because then you also know a bit about grammar and German and so on so and I think like the the English improved a lot with upper schools um, around the age of 14 and 15 where we had I also had the um, pleasure to have a really good teacher (laughs) who motivated us a lot and for me personally it was a bit easier because I have been on a few holidays in the U.S. with my parents so (laughs) um, I already knew some stuff before I learned it in school. Oh awesome where did you do you remember where you went on holiday? Uh, Yeah multiple places (laughs) across the U.S. Yeah now as an English learner was it easy for you to notice the difference in accents depending on where you were? I think back then I didn't notice at all. Right. (laughs) I mostly developed that sense in the recent years with more access to media and also being more exposed to British and Australian and now I have a sense of that and I can hear the differences also in the US American um, dialects and accents differences but Back then, I think I did not realize that (laughs) I was just at the beginning of learning English. Okay, let's go back to your studies. Were your studies in English or have your studies been in English? Yeah, um, most of it, yes. Like the bachelor's studies were in German, but many of the professors also held the lectures in English or um, everything that we got and we needed was in English. And the master's as well um, was completely in English. So we also had international students there. And I think it fits because the content is mostly English as well. Right, so when it comes to gaming and learning about it, what sort of things are you learning about? 
Actually, in my study, what I really liked is that we learned a lot of different things, like usual studies focused either on coding or art or narratives and story and stuff like that. But in my um, bachelor's degree, we learned a bit about everything. Okay. <laughs> and so I personally really liked that because I saw the benefits of working in bigger teams and knowing what the others are doing, even though I'm focusing now on user experience and um, user interfaces. And I did a lot on human computer interaction. Like I also did some projects with virtual reality and augmented reality. And there it's a lot of conceptual and design um, things that you work on. Okay. But an interesting fact is that I know many people in, at least in Austria and from my friends who learned English through computer games. Because when you're exposed to them as a kid and it, it doesn't exist in German, then, but you still want to play, then you learn a lot of vocabulary and words through gaming. For example, one of the probably most popular games, Minecraft, has a oh, lot sure. of you know, elements in there um, from everyday life and like elements that you find in nature and you learn all the names for these. So. It's so cool, isn't it? You're sort of learning and not really thinking about learning it. Did you learn much English this way? Yeah, I do think so. Probably not the biggest part of my vocabulary, but some games definitely helped with my English. Tell me about your English end. Um, what do you find easy about the English language? Like, what do you like about it? I think it's now easy for me to like form the sentences and I feel like there are not that many exceptions, but in reality there are. And when I started learning, it was really hard. I think it's hard when you start, but when you uh, advance, then it just, you get in the flow and um, you know things just because you know them. <laughs> and I think it's that way in most languages, but many languages have these obstacles that you never really get over. For example, in German, the articles, <laughs> even people who have learned German for a long time still have problems um, using the correct ones. But in English, you get to a point where most of the things are just, yeah, um, you know it from the top of your head without thinking about it. So. Yeah. So then I guess my next question will be the opposite. Is there anything that you find tricky in English we think, oh, I just can't get that right? Right now, I'm, my answer is probably influenced by me writing my master's thesis in English. I would say all the little things that and the concepts that speakers of different languages view differently. Mm -hmm. um, one of our professors actually gave really good advice on some of the things, how we view some specific concepts differently and just use different phrases to describe them. For example, in German, it's um, in the internet, but in English, it's on the internet <laughs> because of the way that we view this network. Yeah. So. Tell me a little bit about your master's degree. So what's the thesis? The thesis is about virtual reality and superimposing real content. So you use cameras and the and this um, VR devices that actually capture your surrounding and through that you can interact with real devices because there are some advantages to real objects <laughs> okay. that, that you currently don't have in virtual environments. 
many companies, either IT or game companies, also are starting virtual reality and augmented reality departments. What's the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality? So in virtual reality, you're surrounded by a usually completely virtual world. So everything you see is digital and it's objects and you interact with it. And augmented reality has a big range of um, applications. It's some, it can also be like mobile augmented reality where you see through the camera, um, you, see, you still see the surroundings, but there are little, for example, animals or other objects but there are also like these head-mounted displays, the headsets that you can wear, and they intend to show information on how to interact with the real world. So you basically see all the real surroundings, but there are digital enhancements and augmentations in there. My goodness, that is really interesting. Let's talk about your English then, Marlin. Tell me if there was anything you could improve about your own English vocabulary or grammar or pronunciation, what would you focus on? I think I'd focus on talking more fluently. Like, I feel like I'm already quite good, but it also, I can also feel how hard it is for me <laughs> to form the sentences and that it still requires some effort. And I would like that to go more smoothly okay well that's fine I mean moving to another country where you don't speak the language probably means you'll be speaking English yeah excellent (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really fascinated with the gaming area which direction do you want to go in so I have applied to and I have had some interviews with a few companies and this mostly focused on either mobile gaming and user experience and user interface design or general application design and game design. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also talked to educational gaming and um, these kind of meaningful companies like that are mostly indie companies. Um, smaller studios um, that focus on spreading awareness about a topic or similar things. Okay and in this then the educational area are there many games that lean towards language learning? I know there are a few. Mm. Um, I know there are many about language learning but I don't know exactly how the work or like what concepts they build upon because there is a lot of psychology involved and that's something I don't know a lot about so but I definitely hope that educational gaming um, will increase especially during the past year we saw how essential it is to provide digital uh, learning resources and I think it's like gamification and games can be quite beneficial there and not just sharing resources online and via those devices, but also integrating the gamified part of learning. Absolutely. I totally agree. Okay, final question then, Marlin. What advice would you give an English learner to help them? Like, what things have you done in the past to help improve your English? Mostly just expose yourself to English in any way. Like, everything you do do in that language so watch videos and movies or read books I think books are a really good resource for that as well 
And one thing that helped me there was reading ebooks on an e-reader, uh -huh. and because then you can uh, directly translate the words. Usually they have um, translators inbuilt, so it's not extra effort to translate it on a phone or something, but directly in the ebook. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I suppose more gaming if people are interested in games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. If you play games and even if they are available in your language, you could try switching them to English. So. Yes, what a great idea. Excellent. A great tip from Marlene. If you have one, try reading books in English on an e-reader where you can quickly translate new words. But try not to translate every new word Limit yourself to a maximum of five words per page. So this week's pronunciation tip is a grammar tip. Marlene talked about the idea of concepts and how we view things differently in different languages. She gave the great example of on the internet in English and in the internet in German. This can make learning English a little tricky as direct translations don't always work. So... I have three examples of how we view things in English for you to practice. First, with the verb arrive. Many learners think we arrive to a place or a location, but in English you have two options. You arrive in a country or a city, a town, a village, and you arrive at a location like a station or a shop. Try this sentence. We will arrive at Central Station in New York shortly. Next, public transport versus independent transport. When we enter and exit public transport, like a train or a bus, we get on and we get off. When we enter and exit independent transport, like a car or a van, we get in or into or we get out or out of. Try this sentence. I got off the train at 8pm and then got into my car five minutes later. Finally, with the verb go. Many learners think we go in a place and go to holiday, but again, we have two different options. With movement, we go to a place. If we're lucky and stop working for a week or two and travel, we go on holiday. Try this sentence. We're going on holiday tomorrow. We're going to Italy. So really, just be aware that direct translations aren't always correct. As these examples show you, our different languages may not share the same view. Over to you to practice. So there we are. The transcript of this episode is available to read on the podcast's webpage, so take a look. Join me next time for more pronunciation and grammar tips, more advice, and most importantly, more chatting. My thanks again to Marlene and, for her music, a massive thanks to the wonderful Mara Carlisle. Bye for now.